Mind and the Motorcycle, Naked News, Year 2, Volume 83, May 19th, 2022. I am a lone voice in the universe. A little longer than usual in between the Naked News podcasts, but um, I was away um, on, on family kind of stuff. Um, and um, I'm really happy to be back into the groove of the news. And uh, let's get to it. Um, I probably could be a little bit better prepared, uh, uh, you know, personally. Um, you know, I only I got back a couple of days ago and I, you know, I've, I've been putting the news together um, and um, it's still I'm still a bit disoriented. So uh, let's have some fun with uh, me screwing up the news. COVID. Sorry, I don't know that. Oh, that was um, A-L-E-X-A. I, I, I can't say its name. I'm sorry if you heard that. More than one million people have now died of COVID-19 in the United States since the pandemic started, And that's according to data from Johns Hopkins University. Uh, experts believe that the true toll of the disease is even higher. Even if it's understated, a million people are dying from covid Got some statistics from the Pew Research Organization. Seven in 10 Americans view inflation as a very big problem for the country today, followed by the affordability of health care and then violent crime. Republicans by far say inflation is a top concern, like 84%, but a much smaller number of Democrats, 57%, say the same. Among Democrats, larger shares see gun violence, the affordability of health care, and climate change as very big problems. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, about Buffalo. It's impossible to um, do news and, and leave something like uh, that, that out. A white 18-year-old wearing military gear and live streaming with a helmet camera opened fire with a rifle at a supermarket in Buffalo killing 10 people and wounding three others. Um, there, for at least two minutes, he broadcast the shooting live on the streaming platform Twitch before the service ended his transmission. Um, this is a guy um, who was telegraphing his moves. And what is it? Replacement theory um, is... Um, there are so many, um, uh, primarily white men, uh, who are absolutely terrified um, as America becomes uh, more colorful, skin-wise. Um, and um, they're, boy, they, they're fucking up, man. Um, I want to talk a little bit about abortion. Um, and uh, one of the world's oldest and most well-known medical journals published an editorial last week warning that if the U.S. Supreme Court were to confirm Justice Samuel Alito's draft opinion to overturn Roe v. Wade, quote, women will die. Um, a, a little bit more from The Lancet, that's the paper. The fact is that if the U.S. Supreme Court confirms the draft decision, women will die. Uh, the 199-year-old journal argues that Alito's shocking, inhuman, and irrational draft opinion utterly fails to consider the health of women today who seek abortion. And uh, 
I got a poll from uh, NBC and it, which records record high support for abor abortion rights. Uh, released last weekend, the survey of 1,000 adults reveals that 60% say abortion should be legal at least some of the time. 37% say it should be legal all the time. And I'm not going to get bogged down in all, you know, too many um, uh, percentages. The poll also found that 63% oppose overturning uh, Roe v. Wade. And uh, we're going to keep going with, uh, with uh, the ladies. Um, after a long fight, U.S. soccer has agreed to a landmark equal pay deal for women. Under the new agreement, U.S. soccer will become the first federation in the world to equalize FIFA World Cup prize money. And uh, earlier this year, U.S. soccer and the U.S. women's national team reached a $24 million agreement to end the dispute over equal pay dating back to 2019. I'm going to stay with women and go to Spain. Spain will allow women suffering from menstrual pains to take days off work. It's a proposed law that will make uh, that will make the country the first in Europe to entitle female workers to such leave. This was reported by Sky News. Uh, and worldwide, menstrual leave is offered in very few countries. Those who make it available include Taiwan, South Korea, Japan, Zambia, and Indonesia. Um, we're going to stay with uh, life and, and its loss. More than 107,600 Americans died from drug overdoses last year. It's the highest annual death toll on record. Um, and this was reported by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Overdose deaths increased 15% in 2021. Um, God, the, the, the lack of, of preciousness um, of life. At least 500 Native American, Alaska Native, and Native Hawaiian children died while attending Indian boarding schools run or supported by the U.S. government. Um, and this is from a highly anticipated Interior Department report that was released. The report identified over 400 schools and more than 50 grave sites and said more grave sites would likely be found. Um, it falls well short of some independent estimates of death and does not address how the children died or who was responsible. Um, Interior Secretary Deb Halen said um, in, in a news release, the consequences of federal Indian boarding school policies, including the intergenerational trauma caused by the family separation and cultural eradication inflicted upon generations of children as young as four years old, are heartbreaking and are their heartbreaking and undeniable. We continue to see the evidence of this attempt to forcibly assimilate indigenous people in the disparities that communities face. Fuck. Um, well, now I want to go to climate. Uh, only, you know, it's only a matter of time until I go there anyway. Uh, the head of the United Nations last week criticized the broken global energy system that's leading humanity ever closer to climate catastrophe and urged world leaders to instead grab onto the lifeline 
right in front of us. That's a, uh, a transition to renewable energy sources. Um, we must end fossil fuel pollution and accelerate the renewable energy transition before we incinerate our only home. A quote from UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres. Uh, his remarks were delivered in a video address alongside the release of the World Meteorological Organization's latest flagship report, The State of the Global Climate 2021. Uh, the publication, according to Guterres, represents, quote, a dismal litany of humanity's failure to tackle climate disruption. Um, well, we got uh, some dry climate. Thanks in part to climate change, the number and frequency of droughts on the planet have increased by 29% in the past 22 years. And that's according to United Nations report released last week. As a result, roughly one-third of the Earth's population, 2.3 billion people, now face the risk of water scarcity. The facts and figures of this publication all point in the same direction, an upward trajectory in the duration of droughts and the severity of impacts, not only affecting human societies, but also the ecological systems upon which the survival of life depends. And that's uh, according to Ibrahim Thior, Executive Secretary of the United Nations Convention to Combat Desertification. Um, more climate. Tuvalu fears that climate change, an existential threat to the Pacific nation, is being forgotten, and it worries that fellow island nations could become pawns in a global competition between China and the United States. That's according to its foreign minister, Simon Kofei. And he told Reuters the superpower competition was a concern, distracting attention from climate change, the, which is the priority for Pacific islands endangered by rising sea levels. So we're gonna stay in the water and stay with climate. The percentage is 91. That's the percentage of the Great Barrier Reef impacted by bleaching this year due to warming waters from escalating climate change. And that's from a new report from an Australian government agency, and it confirmed that this is the sixth mass bleaching event of the reef on record and the fourth since 2016. Um, let's get dirty. A new investigation published last week reveals that some of the largest fossil fuel corporations in the world, from Exxon in the U.S. to Gazprom in Russia to Aramco in Saudi Arabia, are planning or currently operating nearly 200 carbon bombs, what they call them, and these are massive oil and gas projects that could unleash 646 billion tons of CO2 emissions and doom efforts to rein in planetary warming. And around 60% of these projects are already producing oil and gas. And that's uh, according to the research. And more on the research, uh, the paper continued that the U.S. is the leading source of potential emissions. Its 22 carbon bombs include conventional drilling and fracking and span the deep waters of the Gulf of Mexico to the foothills of the Front Range in Colorado to the Permian Basin. Together, they have the potential to emit 140 billion tons of CO2, 
almost four times more than the entire world emits each year. Uh, well, let's, let's go to the mail. A pair of green groups last week appealed to the U.S. Postal Service, uh, Service's rejection of a Freedom of Information Act request seeking to uncover details about the mail agency's contract to purchase more than 160,000 new delivery trucks, 90% of which are expected to be gas-powered. The groups are specifically pressing the Postal Service to release the proposal that Oshkosh Defense, a Wisconsin-based company, submitted before it won the lucrative 10-year deal to manufacture the new mail vehicles. Uh, last month, Green Groups joined forces with 16 state attorneys general in filing a lawsuit that aims to halt the Postal Service's agreement with Oshkosh. We've been covering this for, boy, a couple of months. When I first saw it, it's like, holy shit. And um, the Postmaster General um, is, is a shit. His name is Louis DeJoy. He was appointed by Trump. Um, and I know that his job um, is to emasculate the Postal Service, make it extremely difficult for poor people and pe people of color to vote by mail, and on and on. And for some reason or other, Biden has allowed him to stay in office, and he can get rid of him. It's a little complicated, but very doable. Really unfortunate. Um, let's talk about uh, some of the fat cats. Uh, an analysis re le released last weekend found that the median pay package of top U.S. CEOs jumped to $14.7 million in 2021. According to the Wall Street Journal's review of data from more than 400 U.S. corporations, total CEO compensation rose by at least 12%. Nine CEOs made $50 million or more in total compensation in 2021, up from just one in 2016 and seven in 2020. Uh, the journal's analysis showed that the Expedia CEO, P Peter Kern, brought in the highest total compensation, $294.57 million. While most of America struggles to put gas in the tank and pay the grocery bills, price gouging, excessive profit-taking CEOs use their captive boards to award themselves record pay. And that's a quote from Jennifer Taub, a professor at Western New England University School of Law. Um, let's stay with the money and one of the fat cats. Uh, billionaire Amazon founder Jeff Bezos praised Senator Joe Manchin's obstruction of his own party's anti-poverty and climate action agenda. Quote, tells you everything you need to know about the right-wing Democrat lawmaker, and that's what progressive organizers had to say. Bezos tweeted that the West Virginia Democrats saved the Biden administration, quote, from themselves, by standing in the way of passing a methane fee and other far-reaching climate action, paid family leave, an extension of the child care credit, and other measures in the Build Back Better Act. And if you think Bezos gives a shit about everybody other than himself, we got to bot it. I got a little more on this douchebag. 
Um, this is uh, in New York State. A New York State Attorney General has accused Amazon.com in a complaint of discriminating against pregnant and disabled workers at its work sites. And that's from Governor Kathy Hochul, and she said that last week. Amazon was also accused of having policies requiring workers to take unpaid leaves of absence, even if they are capable of working, instead of providing reasonable accommodations. And the New York state law requires employers to provide reasonable accommodations to pregnant and disabled workers who ask. It also treats pregnancy-related medical conditions as disabilities. Let's hear it for Amazon. Uh, during a rally in support of U.S. House candidate Summer Lee last week, Senator Bernie Sanders called out super PACs bankrolled by the American Israel, Israel Public Affairs Committee, APAC, and billionaire donors for spending big to crush progressives in Pennsylvania and elsewhere. And um, in recent weeks, the United Democracy Project, a super PAC that APAC founded late last year, has spent more than $2 million attacking um, Summer Lee. And uh, what else we got? Okay, oh, this is... Um, uh, and um, where was this quote? Uh, bear with me for a second. Ah, um, you know, back to Bernie. You should know that it's this, organi this organization is funding over 100 Republican candidates. Normally, people would think, well, APAC, uh, the, you know, the um, Israeli political pressure group, is really supporting uh, Democrats because there's been historically a kinship. But they don't give a shit. Um, they only care, again, about the money um, and their ability to act uh, above the law in Palestine. And I want to stay above the law in Palestine. A Palestinian-American journalist was killed last week while covering an Israeli raid in the occupied West Bank. Um, and uh, news network um, Al Jazeera claims the reporter was shot dead by Israeli forces. Shireen Abu Akla is a 50, was a 51-year-old U.S. citizen who was working for the Qatar-based news outlet's Arabic language channel, and she was struck in the head with a live bullet from an Israeli soldier. Man. Uh, let's uh, come back over to the Americas. A growing number of Latin American leaders are threatening to shun a key Americas summit hosted by the United States um, in June after Washington hinted that the meeting would exclude Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua. Um, how we have the right to determine legal states um, anywhere in the world, you know, but certainly in, you know, Latin America. This is, you know, this is a, a, a summit meeting of Latin American countries. And last time I checked, Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua fit the bill. It's so incredibly biased, short-sighted, you name it. Um, I read this and got pissed off. Canada's top court ruled uh, this week that defendants charged with violent crimes 
can use extreme intoxication as a defense, a verdict that has raised concerns among women's advocacy groups, and this is according to Reuters. The Supreme Court said that a 1995 federal law that banned the use of the defense was unconstitutional and violated Canada's Charter of Rights and Freedoms. So you can basically do whatever the fuck you want, um, and if you are drunk, you're innocent. Um, and my feeling is um, so many of the crimes that will fall into this area are violent crimes committed by drunken men um, on, uh, on women. <sighs> okay, this is cool. Uh, uh, check this quote. This is, I do not have an explanation. And now there's a quote from Deputy Director of Navy Intelligence Scott Bray when he was asked to identify a spherical object moving at high speed in a declassified video shared during a House subcommittee hearing on unidentified aerial phenomena, par, uh, you know, popularly known as UFOs. So here's a, here's a dude saying, I don't know. I don't have an explanation. And um, we're going to go back to explanations. And, and my man, Big Al Einstein, who just knocked it out of the park with the theory of relativity and scientists, ever since he came out with it, God, I don't know how many, well over 100 years ago, have been trying to debunk the theory. Um, an international team unveiled the first ever image of the Milky Way's black hole. Researchers say the image helps confirm predictions from Einstein's theory of general relativity. The same instrument, which is called the Event Horizon Telescope, captured the first ever image of a black hole in 2019. Um, I got a quote, who's this from, who cares? Uh, the new postcard from the center of our Milky Way galaxy helps confirm prediction f predictions from Einstein's theory of general relativity. Now I do have a quote. We were stunned by how well the ring size agreed with predictions from Einstein's theory of general relativity. And that's a quote from Jeffrey Bauer, an EHT collaborator and astronomer at Academia Sinica in Taipei. A century ago, Albert Einstein predicted the existence of black holes, which are points in space where gravity is so strong that neither particles nor light can escape from them. Over the last 100 years, scientists have repeatedly put Einstein's theory of general relativity to the test, uh, trying to find situations or circumstances in which it comes up short. They have not yet found one. Um, I, what a remarkable, remarkable mind, the mind of um, Einstein. Um, and uh, he's known, obviously, um, as the, uh, the scientist uh, with E equals MC squared. If you haven't, you absolutely have to read what he has to say about spirituality, um, the world outside of science, um, humanity. It's just genius, absolute genius. Um, I'm a humongous fan of Big Al. 
Um, okay, um, you know, I always close with a quote. Uh, I'm sorry, a poem, and I'm certainly not about to change. Uh, this is a poem by Walt Whitman. I, I don't know how this, how this guy did, you know, what he did. Um, what a incredible, incredible mind. The poems he wrote, the, just a genius. Um, so um, this is a poem by uh, Walt Whitman, and it's called, I Hear America Singing. I hear America singing, the varied carols I hear, those of mechanics, each one singing his, as it should be blithe and strong, the carpenter singing his, as he measures his plank or beam, the mason singing his, as he makes ready for work or leaves off work, the boatman singing what belongs to him in his boat, the deckhand singing on the steamboat deck, the delicious singing of the mother, or of the young wife at work, or of the girl sewing or washing, each singing what belongs to him or her and to none else. Ha! <sighs> uh, we are, each and every one of us, um, incredibly unique. Uh, and um, just on a, uh, a quick personal note, I find myself increasingly in conversations about, you know, what's going on around us. Uh, partially because of how I kind of delve into naked news um, and really, you know, kind of look at what's going on, uh, try and step back and assess it um, and communicate it to you. And by and large, most everything that I uh, have been coming across um, is extremely negative, very challenging. Um, and the challenge for um, each of us um, in our own lives, is to find joy um, and worth um, in being here, having nothing to do with what's going on around us, but simply about what is going on within each of us. So um, a little bit to think about, uh, and um, I appreciate your time. Um, thanks for putting up with me. And um, as I always say, until next week, same time, same station. God bless. Really, really enjoyed talking to you.